Hello and welcome to Interface, a podcast from the Computer Game Show Network. My name is James Farley and I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello Matt. Hey James, how's it going? Not too bad. Um, So, today has been a big day. Um, It's Apple's September unveiling. It's the big one. I've got to ask you first of all though, what did you think of that video, the opener? Well, the, the Mission Impossible style one with the uh, the the lady who is delivering this 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 briefcase around the Apple campus, yeah. and it turned down in to be like a clicker for for Tim Cook. It was fine. I mean, I, I guess they've done it in Mission Impossible because the new films out this year. But don't you normally have like a celebrity or something in? I mean, not that I'm expecting that. But. I don't know. But then also, I've just realised because I'm stupid that you know before there was that whole thing about like. Tim Cook like accidentally DMing like something that he was supposed to have said. You know, you see that that tweet. Uh, no, no. When, when was well, this? There was a tweet that went that he put out like just before the event, which was, "Can somebody get it here quickly?" You see. Oh my and god! Then, oh, okay, so it's clearly referencing that. Yeah. Oh, I never saw that. that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> see, and then because it was funny because that came out, and then people were like, "Oh, oh, he sent it to the wrong one. Oh, he's you know he sent a wrong DM or whatever. You know, he, he meant to. Oh he's made god. a mistake. But that's yeah, incredible. obviously that's what that's about. So that's that is oh, actually pretty okay. Smart. That makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. I thought the video was fine, but now now I know that extra context. It, yeah, brilliant. It was good. I mean, but. As I said to you when we were watching it, it's like, you know, I wouldn't rely on Siri, like, in that situation if you, no, God, if you no. want to get something done. It's, like, not it's not the greatest thing. I mean, I was saying to you the other day, I mean, I've, I've really noticed Siri, to me, seems to have got worse, like, over the last year. It's like, it never understands what I'm saying, and it's, yeah, it just seems worse. I mean, do you ever actually even use it? Yeah, I use it every single day uh, for timers for food. Yeah. That, that, that that's literally the only thing that I'm using it for. So we're still um, just at that. It's like this. Yeah, I mean, we're still at the time of phase. I mean, it's getting it is getting it's getting embarrassing how bad it is. And it's also it's a it's a meme, isn't it? Like people know that Siri is just crap compared to the others. So I don't know what Apple are gonna do to fix it. Every year they, I mean, they didn't mention it in this conference, but certainly when they have WWDCs, which is a worldwide developers conference every June, they all, they always mention about the improvements to Siri. And the extra things they're doing, machine learning, and maybe it's going to help with that. But yeah, I don't know. It see, still feels like so far behind the curve. I also see. I just find I find using Siri stressful as well, mostly because of the fact that whenever I'm just about to activate it, I'm not sure what I should say to it so that it might understand what I'm saying. Like what I mean by that is like when I because I, I when I if I ever use like Alexa, you just I just say like something that I think vaguely it will know what i mean and it usually does like 90 percent of the time it does whereas with siri it's like it just never it never does it it's just it's well, so, terrible so you're wondering about what questions you can actually ask it yeah and like how than, i should yeah. word it and it's like with alexa it's like it feels like i can word it in any way i like and it seems to kind of understand but with siri it just doesn't seem to do that and also yeah, i do sort of forget because you know siri does have tons of functionality tons of things you can ask it but i just never do because the few times i have well the times i've asked it in the past it's really worked and as soon as you lose confidence in its ability to actually answer you properly, you just don't bother and you go elsewhere. Yeah. But, as, and we're not here to talk about Siri. Oh, we're here to talk about the next Siri. generation of Apple Watch. <laughs> okay, okay. Other things. okay, so I I was really looking forward to this for the Apple Watch thing because I've got the Series Zero and you know, the yeah, first so one that came I. out. 
And it's really, I mean, it's fine, but mostly it's only any good now for like notifications and stuff. And the battery isn't great, and it's just really slow, isn't it? If we're honest. It's... Yeah, I mean, at one point, this this I've also got the Series Zero, which is the first Apple Watch. When I first got that, that was lasting like a day and a half, easy. Now it can be like four o'clock in the afternoon, and it's dead. Really? <laughs> I get, like the ten percent battery. Yeah, I don't know. I, I barely have any notifications on it. Obviously, mm-hmm. no WhatsApp, nothing. I really just have. I guess I've calendar notifications. Actually, I don't have that. I, I don't know, but clearly, yeah. how old is Apple Watch now? Like three years? Well, it's on Series 4, so it must be about three years. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, three years of use every day. It's still fine, but I, I bet, you know, the new ones, and even like, you know, ones from a couple of years ago are probably so much faster, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, this, I mean, like, Chen's got the Series 1, was the one I got, which was the one that came out after this one, which yeah. was the dual core one. And even it, just the difference is, like, night and day, like, between them, it's it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah, especially the battery. Like life. New, um, oh, but the batteries, her battery is really good, is it? Now? Yeah. I mean, she or gets, still. like, she could probably get nearly two days out of it. I mean, she's not using it, like, heavily, but. You know, as a watch, that's not too bad. You know, she she can yeah. get that out of it. Uh, well, uh, well, actually, I mean, as a watch, that's really bad. Yeah, well, you know, but as, <laughs> okay. as an Apple watch, that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, as an Apple watch, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, I, I, was, I was really excited for this um, because, you know, there's obviously been like three updates on Apple Watch and every time there's been one, a conference about it, I'm like, I, 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 my Apple Watch is fine. I was never really ever excited for a new Apple Watch update. I said I'd only really get excited when they change the form factor, perhaps introduce a circular one or just change it. Basically, the next big update, I wasn't really interested in component updates with speed and stuff. So I was also super excited for this conference. Did you, I mean, did you care about like it being round or whatever? Because it's not uh, no, no. something I'm bothered about. <laughs> no, but, I just you know. wanted to see something different. Yeah. I well, mean, I, I actually think that the uh, sort of the, 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 uh, style of it currently and it's, it's, it's like a it's a rectangle isn't it basically but yeah or, or a square but uh i i think it's fine it's perfect for lists and stuff you, you're looking at on the watch also i don't think a circular one was actually going to work as well but yeah i mean the thing i mean I'm, I'm to be honest i'm kind of delighted by this i mean it looks amazing and it's kind of everything that i hoped it was going to be i mean it's we like should probably announce what it actually showed off Okay, so have you got some some specs there? Because yeah, that's so your, your they thing. announced it as a next. Yeah, actually, before this even started, they said tonight is basically just giving about the Apple Watch and the iPhone. So any other like, thoughts of accessories? I mean, like um, air power. Anyone? The charging mat. That's um, God knows where, where that's coming. Um, but yeah, so it's just going to be Apple Watch and iPhone. Obviously, tons of stuff have leaked already. Pretty much all the iPhone stuff had leaked. Um, we'd already seen pictures of the Apple Watch. Uh, and like a new new watch face and stuff, so a lot of it had leaked, but there's still a lot of details that hadn't we hadn't got the final details, of course. But yeah, they announced this as the next generation of Apple Watch, and it's Series Four, of course. Uh, the big things, I guess, come, so up to now, what Apple Watches have been 38 mil or 42 mil, and now they're going up to 40 and 44. The 40 mil one, uh, which is a smaller of two, obviously, that's got 35 percent larger screen because yeah. basically the bezels are, are, are way reduced now. And also, I mean, they're both thinner as well than the current models. So, yeah, it's I, like... I, so they never actually showed any of those shots. So I, I, I mean, I assume they are, but... Yeah, I, I had love to know I how much thinner they is, It's definitely thinner. Um, but also, not like the actual size of the, the, like, the unit doesn't look significantly bigger than like a 38mm one. It's just that with the screen being big, yeah, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah, so, so, so you, you currently rock a 38mm one, don't you? I do, so, yeah. It's tiny. Uh, so, so you would go for 40, right? Mm-hmm. You would stick on the small one. 
Yeah, but they've also announced every part of the UI has been redesigned. There's new complications. There's a new watch face, which now features up to eight complications. Those like yeah, little bits of information you can get around the watch face. You can customize it. You can now add pictures of your loved ones to the watch face if you want to see little tiny pictures of your friends and family on the yeah, watch. I'm not gonna do you that. can track different time zones finally on the same watch face. Um, you can create like what they call the ultimate fitness watch face with I guess, tons of different calcul- uh, complications. Also, other things like you can track live sport. They called it obviously live sports scores. Yeah. Um, if you if I can track live sort of palace scores on a watch face, that, you know that'd be great. Live like you know you UK sure? football. Are you sure you'd want to do that, man? Well, actually, well, yeah, it's a good point. Maybe I should turn off. But yeah, you can. Like, other, other, basically, I think that what they've what they're, what they're doing is complications from third parties are much more a, a, a much more comprehensive on the actual watch face itself. So rather than just literally a an icon to go to, I don't know like say British Air British Airways to maybe that'll go and open an app to show your flight status. Now it shows like the flight and a bit more information on the actual screen. Um, the only the only thing great. the only thing I thought which is a bit of a shame about all this is it, it really feels like the watch like the watch hardware and everything is significantly more advanced now it seems than like the original like release but the software seems to be kind of like lagging behind now in the sense yeah. that there's not the software support there that there was when the watch first launched i mean you remember when it first came out there was like everybody was like doing like apps for it and then gradually it's been sort of whittled down to mostly just like health stuff and that's kind of it i mean there's still no like whatsapp like native app for it or anything like that and like instagram pulled theirs you know twitter did the same it's it's just kind of, to me now this really feels like a shame because this feels like something which is significantly more capable and yet there isn't really the software there to take advantage of it which is yeah but i never i mean i down i downloaded and installed loads of those when it when the watch first came out and you know i got notifications about instagram likes and stuff but then i, mm-hmm. I just stopped using, using them but you were one of those monsters james who actually <laughs> checked you had the actual twitter app on the watch <laughs> which i can never understand what is wrong with that i could have a look I at the never... timeline you know you're sitting yeah, in a meeting I, I, you're bored you just like you know just scroll through your timeline don't just get your phone out <laughs> Yeah, I can never understand that. But yeah, I mean, and now you tell you right, everyone's putting their watch app, their, their watch apps from these from the store, and no I was bothering. Um, I, I, I don't know what Apple can do about that. I mean, it, it's very clear, especially with a lot of the changes they made to this latest one they announced, and they've announced tonight that they're going obviously hardcore into health and fitness and stuff, and which makes sense. Um, but yeah, apps just seem just seem dead in the water, don't they? Really, I, I'm not sure about a change. Maybe with this new one, I mean. It's a bigger update than we've seen on previous Apple Watches. Mm. I don't necessarily think it's going to be enough to suddenly motive, you know, mobilize loads of app developers to make watch apps again. I don't see that happening. Um, see, it's knows. a shame because especially like with there is this big focus on like the cellular like connectivity and all that kind of you know that what it can do, and it's like you'd think that that means that they definitely want to have like communications apps on there, you know, to because that's that's kind of what you can do. Like if you can like. If Siri does actually work, I mean, we were slagging it off just a minute ago, but if it does work like better with this, then doing like the text to text to speech stuff and all that, it'd be a lot better. I'm hoping yeah, is what it's going to be like. I mean, they also said that it's got a new speaker and that's fifty percent louder, which 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 would be very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've moved the mic to reduce echo. They moved it sort of near the digital crown now on the right hand side. It's got a next gen accelerometer and gyro, uh, which you know it all sounds good. Um, there's now a watch face for the Breathe app. Uh, yeah, the app. Why, I mean, do you why, use that? No, but but why why would you need that though? Why why would you need a watch face <laughs> I mean, for it? 
yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for like mindfulness and stuff that that Breathe app is supposed to do. But obviously, I turn off notifications in two seconds. I don't know. It might help certain people. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to be rushing out and changing the watch face to the Breathe app. And also, um, I mean, if you have a fall as well, like if, yeah. you, if you fall over, then so then they went to like a really hardcore sort of uh, health and uh, health section about all the major changes. And yeah, there's loads of stuff which is it's cool. I, I'll obviously never use it or maybe hope to never use it but yeah well, one of the major things is that I, it detects falls i'll tell you something about that matt when they were talking about that and it like detecting falls my first thing i thought of was you coming off your skateboard and how this <laughs> yeah. could be quite useful <laughs> so 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 with the next gen accelerometer and gyro it now does when i say falls i mean that's probably the accent but I'm, i don't mean f double <laughs> I kind I mean, of did, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it detects if you fall, if you fall over, and, it, and the clever thing is, if you're immobile for a minute, it, will, it automatically calls emergency services. Um, and so yeah, if I if I fall off my ball at twenty mile an hour, and I'm just there lying in the middle of the in, a in the middle of, deep on the floor. in the middle of the in the middle of the road. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, unless my watch, as long as my watch hasn't smashed into a million pieces, yeah, nine mm. and nine would be called. Well, pres- <laughs> presumably you wouldn't be texting while you're uh, while you're riding your board would you so it'd be fine um i wouldn't be but i have recently taken to like playing pokemon go when i'm going down the road and like, oh my <laughs> okay, i'm not even joking i'm not joking no because i can quickly sort of you know like check into you know, what it doesn't matter it's not on the, the show for that um so yeah it detects falls it detects low heart rate it detects a thing called atrial fibrillation which I think might be the start of like a stroke, maybe. Um, it's got electric electrical heart sensor now built in, which means it allows you to take an electrocardiogram, which is an ECG. You basically just put your finger on the digital crown for 30 seconds, and all this data, uh, as well as all the standard stuff like uh, heart rate and all the other things it collects with calories and whatnot, that all goes to the health app on the iPhone, and it goes in, and it basically can be sent as a PDF straight to your doctor, which is amazing. I mean. It, uh, it's, I love the fact they double down on this hardcore health stuff. Um, yeah. You know, and I think you know, um, for like for the for the older wearer, I think that's a safe safe way to say it. You know, this could definitely be a you know matter of life and death to have this information for. Yeah. I think I think it's fantastic. Well, uh, people like me that have just made poor lifestyle choices. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's... You know, if you fall over, you know, um, I don't know. All that stuff sounds cool. It's it's obviously not really for me, but. Um, the big thing for me is just the fact that the, the the watch looks a lot nicer and it's thinner and it's less bezels and it yeah it, this is the first time and we're we're both saying it as we're watching the show but this is the first time since saying that's the first one I'm like oh I do I do really really want this one now yeah uh, before I I've like I I can yeah I, I can take or leave like speed increases and the other stuff even now it's up to now like even like the cellular stuff I'm like well whatever I'm not not really bothered about that but this I'm like oh yeah I. Yeah, I would love a new Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. Um, you can order it from the 14th of um, September, and it comes out on the 21st. Uh, so yeah, so that's uh, you can order it, pre-order it from Friday, and it's out the following Friday. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you, you want to get one, don't you, James? Definitely. I mean, I'm gonna. This this is the first like big sort of day one purchase I've had for a, a long time, and I'm gonna. Definitely going to try and try and get on it. I mean, I know. Do you think? Do you think it'll be difficult, or is it going to be like iPhones, where it's like just impossible? What do you think? I, 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 I shouldn't think so. I, I, I don't think these things. I mean, I haven't, I haven't really been engaged in like the day one uh, Apple Watch like 
you know pre-orders and sales in in recent years because I, I knew I wasn't going to get one. But I I don't. It's not really like iPhones. No way. I I I think. I mean, you can order from like one minute past eight. Just get there at eight o'clock and you'll, you'll be fine. I don't think the site's going to go down because they launched a new Apple Watch. Yeah. Um, in terms of prices, so for the forty mil, so the smaller one, basically the cheapest one they do now is three nine nine. That's forty mil, seven million. It's got GPS and no cellular, and it's got a sport band. That's three nine nine. If you want that cellular, it's four nine nine. The uh, yeah, and uh, they also like the large one. If you want the steel ones, the cheapest steel one they do is six nine nine. <laughs> which is uh ooh, pricey and um the, the larger still um with the sport band that's 749 there are more expensive ones if you want metallic bands and whatnot um there's no ceramic there's no apple watch edition anymore there's still like the hermes stuff there's still does nike sport yeah. watches uh, see this is one of the things i was wondering though is because like do you remember when the the watch edition first came out and it was like ten thousand pounds and it's yeah. like somebody people probably bought that i wonder what trading value they get on those now like if you go into the, <laughs> <laughs> I, bet, I, I love seeing the CEX. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get hardly any. Mm. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I checked mine two or three weeks ago. I think I bought more. Bought mine for like four six nine. It was like the um the forty the thirty eight millimeter steel one, mm-hmm. like four six nine or something around like that. It's like fifty five pounds. Mm-hmm. I get it in CEX. I mean, this is like it's three years old, but my god, I won't be making that mistake again. Yeah, yeah if I were to get another one. If, uh, yeah, I'll definitely get the cheapest, smallest sport one for three nine nine. Is that the one you're going to go for? Yeah, I'm. I'm going to go for the yeah, just the forty. You know, just the uh, yeah, the series four though, because they. I mean, they're keeping the series three has got a price cut though, isn't it? Two is it two seven nine? That's that's yeah, two seven nine, which is isn't bad. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously only last year's model, but I'd, if given given the option, I think I'd probably just try and find an extra 120 quid and get get the new one. Yeah, I mean, this. Do you see? Do you know what this feels like? This feels like um, it feels like an upgrade. You know, like when they did the, with the iPhone, when it was like went to the iPhone four, and it goes from like the 3GS to like the iPhone four, and there really was yeah, like yeah. quite a big difference, like in design and everything. This kind of feels like that. And, oh, it is. Uh, yeah, it definitely does. I mean, when they say next gen Apple Watch, it really does. Yeah, this feels like the first major update, really. Yeah. And and if this lasts, you know, three years, like 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 the one I've got has, I mean, that's cool. I mean, my one actually can't uh, install the new WatchOS five, which comes out, uh, I guess, in a couple of weeks' time. Mm-hmm. So I'm officially off the grid now in terms of Apple Watch updates. Uh, yeah, but maybe no. I'll get a new one next year. Um, but yeah, it looks brilliant. It and looks, that, it looks see, great. And that and that is how I feel about phones because I'm, I mean, I'm I'm on the like the iPhone you know, uh, upgrade program, but I only started it um, in January, I think this year. So I'm not eligible yet. So this year I can't get anything new anyway. So the, the iPhone section that it moved on to was kind of, I don't know. I, I had mixed feelings about it really. Cause I, you're looking at it and thinking, well, I'm not ever going to be able to get any of these phones anyway, but maybe it is also a hint of what there'll be next year, you know, for like, you know, what's, what's coming. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so I was excited for this conference in general. I knew I wasn't ever going to be able to afford the watch, but, I knew I was I I was almost certainly going to sell my current phone to fund the new phone. So I was more excited for the section only because there was there was a realistic chance of me actually getting one. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, they announced the 10S. Yeah. Um which is cool. <laughs> well, it's it's weird because they've completely like the whole line has changed now like they've really like changed it in a big way because I was, I was just before we started recording i was just reading about how they've now removed like the se the 6s and also like last year's 10 as well have been 
totally removed. Like they don't exist. So and, and, and obviously the iPhone eight that's gone as well. Yeah. So you yeah. can't buy like an iPhone now with a headphone jack. It's impossible. And oh right, that's it. That's done. And apparently they're not going to put like a dongle in the in the box anymore either. Like which yeah. seems a bit mean, but you know it's. I don't know. I mean, I don't, yeah, I'm not it, really it, bothered I guess about that anyway. But the I lack of dongle of feels particularly mean now that there's no alternative to get a phone with a headphone jack. But yeah. whatever. I mean, I bought. I mean, I've got Bluetooth headphones and I never use a dongle once, obviously. But I don't know. So they announced a 10s, which it looks like XS. I mean, that I think that name and structure has been a, a fuck up from day one. Frankly, like yeah. everyone calls it the X. It, it they just do it doesn't matter if you're like someone who doesn't know their stuff someone who does know but they just call it the x because it's easier that or they say it in a split second people who are like radio you know radio presenters on the radio say oh yeah okay, get an iphone x you know like everyone just calls it the x because mm. i guess also with things like xbox one x and other things we just it looks like an x and people say x i think that name structure is ridiculous now they've called it the like the 10s but it yeah. looks like xs obviously anyway they and also, a, I mean, there's the, and the other one I'm not happy with because it's like, I mean, you've now got the bigger phone, which is now no longer the plus, but has become the like the max, which yeah. I just I hate that name. It just sounds awful. I really so, think it sounds terrible. So yeah, so uh, um, they basically announced three phones. We'll get the, the last one is the iPhone 10R. We'll get to, get to that in a minute, but it, on standard. 10 range they announced the 10s which is a 5.8 inch uh, screen and but but this year as, as james just said they've announced a, a plus model uh, but it's called the 10s max and that's 6.5 inch screen mm-hmm. and but it's which is you know a huge screen but it's actually got the same size footprint as the old plus phone <laughs> uh, but it's got an inch bigger screen which is pretty cool uh, it's got they're, they're, them two both got OLED panels HD, you know, HDR10 Dolby Vision 458 um, PPI True Tone all the usual stuff um, but yeah XS Max I'm not happy with the name it, it does sound sounds, awful it sounds pretty it? lame it sounds just I don't know it just sounds tacky to me mind you that goes with the gold as well so that's that's kind of fine Let's, although we'll talk about <laughs> colours oh, should we talk about colours now yeah we- so the gold one looks amazing <laughs> See, I I don't agree. I still think it just looks really tacky. I I hate gold phones. I just think so, they look awful. Obviously, famously on a on a very old interface, I uh, you you you, well, you basically mocked me for many of the episodes um, because I had I, when I had my I guess it was a pl- was it the plus I had in gold? Mm, I don't know. I don't remember. But I anyway, remember you, I, I, you had, I had the an gold. old iPhone. Yeah. I got it in gold because I think it looked pretty cool. I, it was a white. <laughs> Is a white front, gold on the edge. Admittedly, it was in a case from every, you know, from the first second. But I just like the detail of the gold around the camera and around the home button at the time. Um, since then, I've been getting black eye, black iPhones, and they've been cool. But I don't know. This oh, the gold one does look pretty, pretty good because it's like it's gold around the edge and sort of it's black on the front. Yeah, and I think like combine that with like a, a tan. A brown tan. That's exactly what you did last time. You went for the brown no, no, tan. I, case. I didn't go tan last time. I didn't go tan. I think I don't. Oh no, no. I, I, I basically got dark. I got dark brown leather. But since then, they've released like a tan, like a lighter leather color. And I think just like gold accents around the outside. I'm not sure if I'm going to see that in the case. But regardless, I'm sure there'll be some gold somewhere. Probably on the camera ring again. Uh, obviously, there's no home button anymore. And then black elsewhere on the front. And then. The tan of a case that would be absolutely banging. You're you're a madman. Um, it's like you did this last time, and then you you complained that like the case got all dirty as well and just looked oh, looked yeah. bad. The, yeah, the same thing's gonna happen. You're just gonna have a t- 
like tatty looking <laughs> phone, like a tatty looking gold phone. It's you know, no, but you wouldn't see much of the gold. But it's just anyway. No, okay, so <laughs> for this year's phone, I've got like a, a dark like charcoal colour case, and the case still seems fine because it's it was dark from day one. Uh, and when I got that brown case, I was livid because after like four months, it was suddenly like a really dirty, horrible colour. <laughs> anyway, regardless, I haven't quite nailed down the colour yet, but because I'm not a huge fan of the creamy back, mm-hmm. I will say that much. But it feels less creamy this year. Who knows? Anyway, that's the display. It, it's huge. Uh, Face ID. They say it's. They didn't say Face ID 2.0 or two times the speed, which I was, I was sort of expecting. They said mm-hmm. it's faster. It's got faster algorithms, a faster secure enclave. I mean, well, whatever. Um, I was always expecting him to say, it's Face ID 2.0, but that, I don't know. How have you got on with that? Because like, you, I mean, you've obviously been doing it with the 10, but yeah. is it fine? Or It's it's um, it's fine when it works, um, but it, it doesn't work more times than I would like it to. <laughs> Um, but but uh, and what, one of the biggest issues is if say like you you look at it and your phone's on a desk and it doesn't quite see you but it's clearly attempted it because it like it you can see like the padlock sort of shakes on the screen to say it's sort of attempted to read your face and it can't and then what then you can't just keep looking at it and it will do it then you have to basically um like uh, turn the screen off or turn the phone away and then and then show the phone to your face again or face to the phone and then it will do it you know mm-hmm. uh, obviously if you've got the correct angle I think. I think in my mind, I think, I'm sure I said iOS 12, they, they've changed that, so that actually checks a second time, so you don't have to do that. And plus, this is a lot faster, so I'm expecting good things. But yeah, Face ID is good. I do still, honestly, sort of miss Touch ID. Yeah. Um, particularly with like Apple Pay stuff. You know, I've had way more uh, uh, circumstances when I'm doing Apple Pay using Face ID, which you have to do, obviously, on the on the 10. Way more where it's failed, and I've had to put my my pin, my 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 code in oh it's embarrassing or, when know, that happens. Or, or, yeah it is a bit <laughs> or, or like take the phone away from the you know the the uh, contactless finger in boots or whatever and redo it so i've had way more instances where it's screwed up touch id was way more um uh it's uh you you can you can trust in touch id way more than you can face id but maybe these new bits these new algorithms and stuff will improve that weren't they talking before though about having like touch id or like fingerprint scanning like through a display, like without rather on the button, because that uh, would be I, I, kind I'm of. I'm not ideal. sure they've officially talked about it. Obviously, other other manufacturers, like Huawei's done it. I think uh, maybe someone else as well um, over in Asia. I'm, I'm very sure that uh, you know it's happening and it will come. Uh, and I think they'll say, you know, in addition, we've also got thingy under the under the screen. But maybe Face ID will be so good by that point that it won't really matter. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It's good, um, and yeah, when it works, it's amazing. Um, and, and it works like a vast majority of time, but it's just the times it doesn't work. It's like, oh, I sort of wish I'd touch ID back. Anyway, the the big that they they made a big deal out the, the the chips on board now, and it's like a seven nanometer chip, and it's the A12 Bionic, and then then they basically went into like a massive section talking about loads of stuff with big words and lots of enthusiasm. But honestly, it didn't. It didn't really do anything for me. They're basically saying you know, it's got like a billion calculations. This and it's like six times the speed of that. And I was like, oh, this. I, don't know. I mean, this is the stuff that like has been like the hallmark of like the post like Jobs Apple really has been like the way that they've like really embraced like all that specs like stuff that 
they didn't go in for quite as much when he was like when he was running things. And I, I see, I, I don't think it works either because I think a lot of people don't really care, you know, like to, about all this stuff. They want to see what it can do rather than yeah. what's sort of also, under the hood. N- n- now, you know, Windows A12 chip, now to get into things like EA does a billion or a trillion calculations, I'm like, yeah, it, it, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, you're just going to say a massive number and then people are like, oh, okay. But yeah, you're right. Who wants to see what it can do? I mean, at this point, they were even covering iOS 12 features like Memoji and Emoji, Siri shortcuts. Oh, do you know, I was I mean, so happy that they didn't. I thought they were going to get into a massive section about an Emoji again, and then I, just, I can't do that anymore. I, I probably would have switched off at that point because it's, yeah. just, it's just dreadful whenever they go yeah, into I mean, that. iOS 12 looks good. It's fine. And I'm actually, the thing I'm looking forward to most is that Siri shortcuts thing. It's basically an app where you can, you can it's basically like because they closed down, they bought that workflow app and essentially you can create little like if this if this then that type shortcuts that integrates with siri to you know do whatever do things quickly basically if um, siri can't f- understand what i'm saying then like yeah. <laughs> I, I mean thank god a lot of that i think you can use like text and stuff to control yeah. it anyway regardless ios 12 looks fine but the fact they're like you go into a bit of an ios to ios 12 section sort of did my nutting but they talked about how the chips could be great for ar all that sort of stuff but basically they could have done the whole thing in one slide i think yeah, and then they brought on the developers, didn't they? And they did then, like those little then demos. Came, yeah. Then came our mate, Todd Howard. Mm. Uh, yeah, game director from Bethesda. He showed off Blades, the new Elder Scrolls game. Obviously, this has already been announced. I guess they announced it at E3, right? Or did it they was announce at E3, it at yeah. WWDC? Okay. And it was pretty much the same thing as well. Like they, I mean, it looks fine. It looks looks lovely, obviously. No, no, but I, I, it, it, it looks, I think it looks amazing for a, for a smartphone game. I mean, the game itself, you know... Yeah, um, I, I still, I, you know, I need, I need to reserve judgment, but looks-wise, yeah, and they were saying about how we use, like, haptic feedback on the attacks, and it's got amazing sound about headphones, thanks to the new speakers and the device and stuff. But it just looked, I mean, the world looked, like, really empty and just, I don't know, it's it's like, I mean, do you remember, like, um, Infinity Blade? Like, that, yeah. that looked amazing when that came out, and it was a good game, and it seems to be pretty much a very similar kind of game, I think, it's to, to Blade, but... I don't know that that didn't really do it much for me, and then then they then they did the 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 AR stuff, didn't they? With the um, yeah. So after that, so after Todd Howard came or Todd Howard Blaze, then there's a guy called David Lee from a company called Next Team, and apparently a Lakers all, uh, Hall of Famer or Lakers great called Steve Nash, um, and they were demoing a, a an app called Home Court, which is a basketball training game. Essentially, what you do is you use the phone. I guess you put it on a tripod or whatever to video your like training sessions when you're playing basketball in a gym and essentially uses that player tracking to assess the shots that the, the players in shot are, are making. It assesses and like calculates. It uses player tracking for one thing, but it assesses uh, how many shots you're making, the, the height at which you're releasing the ball, the angle at which you're releasing the ball, the release time. So it's doing loads of crazy stuff that you wouldn't, ordinarily get with just you know if you're just videoing some people playing basketball you obviously wouldn't get his stats but because of the power of the a12 bionic it can do this um yeah because the whole thing if you're was in like basketball this must be amazing but yeah because the whole thing was like that whole like uh, you know they're not wearing any sensors they're not like there's no, no sensors anywhere it's just the phone's working it all out and it is it's like yeah it's cool that's that's fine but um i don't do that so <laughs> not, I, I don't I don't do basketball. No, so it's, no. Uh, yeah, I'm not not really bothered. I mean, I, I I don't play football either, but I would obviously be much more interested if they had one for football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then I can just point the phone at match of the day and see what happens. Yeah, no, 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 no
Alti, A-L-T-I, Altimar, who was the CEO of a company called Directive Games, and they were showing off his multiplayer ARRK games. Uh, my note here was, yeah, I'm done. Uh, so I was obviously <laughs> sick of the director but essentially in this demo there was four people around the table with their phones pointed at the table and they were playing Gallagher yeah right yeah um, and I wrote here if they don't call us okay this is, maybe this is the reason why I don't but I say if they don't, if they don't call us ARcade and they fucked it and it's called AR Arcade surely the branding has to be AR in caps and in Cade yeah. regardless anyway it's called AR Arcade mm. that's out at some point I mean, do AR games excite you, James? They don't interest me in the slightest. Have you done I, any I, AR? And can your phone do AR stuff? It probably or, can. I've just never bothered. I mean, I've got I've got an iPhone eight, so I assume it can probably do some stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, must be idea, yeah. But um, I mean, the only time I've ever done AR was on the was on the uh, 3ds because it it comes with like AR stuff, you know, that you can do. Yeah, and it's obviously like really really super basic compared with whatever your phone can do, but. I don't know. I just don't. I don't really see what's so exciting about like oh, you know, oh look, there's a thing flying in the in the sky. I don't care. It's, yeah, uh, I, don't, I mean, this is, obviously there's getting loads of data uh, ready for their AR glasses when mm-hmm. they eventually come. So they'll have you know years of of data and pool building apps and stuff and knowledge and insights that's going to help that, I guess. But I don't know, it doesn't really interest me right now. Um, then they went on to the camera. On the back, so this stuff sort of confused me because it wasn't really clear what had been improved or different from the previous model. But anyway, they did say on the back it was an improved True Tone flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got 12-megapixel wide-angle camera again, telephoto camera also, 12-megapixel on the front. It's still only like 7-megapixel camera on the front. Uh, it's got a thing called Smart HDR, which uses machine learning to blah, 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 blah. Well, that, the that's all thing, the same as like Google Pixel does that, isn't it? It's the same same yeah. kind of idea. It's you know, pretty similar. Um, I, I mean, but, but the coolest thing, definitely, I'm not sure what they call this, but basically one of the coolest things ever, no, no, one of the coolest things in this uh, demonstration is that they showed technology a bit like Lightro, if you remember Lightro a few years ago, where basically mm-hmm. you can take a picture and then when you edit the picture, you can adjust the aperture mm-hmm. and you can basically change the background, depth of field and stuff, you know, obviously after you've taken it, uh, which it, it just looks really, really cool to be able to do that. Uh, and the demos I showed are really, imp- really, really impressive. Yeah, the depth of field stuff was the that was the only part of all of that that made me think, yeah, that that is actually very cool. I, I would like to be able to do that. But again, like you said, all the rest of the camera stuff, it's the same every time. It's just kind of like this is you know even better than the one before or whatever. But yeah. there's nothing. It's when you see like little tricks like that, that's when you think oh, that's that's actually pretty cool. That's that's. Has nice. your has your phone got portrait mode? Um, I don't know. I have no idea. It, this is my first phone with it, uh, and I'm I'm not I'm not impressed in all honesty. Maybe it's because I've seen obviously those like the Pixel portrait mode shots, and those are amazing, and they do that with machine learning and only one lens. Mm-hmm. But I've taken I've taken a fair few portrait shots, and like around like around the say like the shoulders, if you're taking a you know a shot of someone's face, it's just it can be quite blurry. I don't know. It, it's not it's rare, It's not perfect most of the time. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not, I haven't been terribly impressed in all honesty, but. Yeah, me. Yeah, I've just had a look. Mine does not have uh, portrait mode. It's only on the uh, the eight plus and the ten. Oh right, okay. Because it, it's got the dual cameras, whereas the I don't think the eight does. So yeah. Ah, okay. Anyway, so um, 
loves the camera. You know, the camera's as good as it is, so it's better. It's it's better good. Uh, battery life. So they they announced that the X. Oh, sorry, I've just done it. The 10s is going to have 30 minutes longer battery than the current 10, and the 10s Max, which is the larger plus size phone, that's given an hour and a half longer battery. Um, so that's than, that's pretty good. I mean, the hour and a half is is quite a significant amount more. Yeah, because the chat I was in up to now, I was saying like, how you know, in previous years, the the plus and like the non-plus phones, they have had a difference in terms of specs. You know, uh, when the plus first came out, that had image uh, stabilization for videos, and the other one didn't, and this that, and the other. But I was like, how are are these specs exactly the same except for screen size? And this is the first time, maybe I'm mistaken, but the first time in the, in the conference where they actually showed a difference between the Max and the and the and the Ten S. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, hour and a half longer is, is good. Uh, then we got onto dual SIM stuff. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, this, this isn't really for me. But if you want two phone numbers or two different plans or international data plan when you're traveling, I guess dual SIMs is good. Yeah, well, this this is one of those things where okay, so this is one of those things where this is like being especially for specific markets and i have to say it is china (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) and there's reasons for this because this is one of the things that when i lived there i could never understand um but most people i knew they all had like these this was before like iphone and everything before smartphones they all had like these like uh, sort of feature phones that had like dual sims like they all were using like these dual sim phones and like when you went to like buy one the one of the selling points was it's a dual sim phone and i never understood why because i was like well who cares like who's gonna have two phones but they have this idea that it's like you have one phone which is like your work phone and one phone which is like you know your home you know home phone or yeah, what, yeah. you know like your and they mention that in this this whole section as well yeah but it's but in reality nobody really uses like either of those if you see what I mean it's but it still just seems to be this thing that everyone wants um, for some reason that was the one of the major complaints that like when I was over there that people always used to say to me about the iPhone was like it doesn't support two sims which annoyed people and also there wasn't a removable battery because that was the other thing they wanted of to course, yeah. there was like yeah, a massive in industry of everyone having like tons and tons of like spare batteries on them like all the time which was like the thing so everyone wanted dual sim but no one was really using dual sims properly yeah it's just strange but yeah they they were proper into that and um, but then what's weird with this is because they this has got the eSIM as well isn't it you know where you can just set up like a connection and yeah, you yeah. don't you don't need a sim card but china's not getting that and they're getting their own version of this phone which will like have like actual support for two physical sims and the only reason i can think of them doing this is because it's because of the process of getting a sim card in china is not the same as here you know like here you can just okay. like go to a supermarket and just buy you know pick one up yeah, yeah. and then just plug it in you can't do that anymore like in china very easily i mean when i was there you could still kind of do it but now it's not really possible because whenever you buy a sim card you have to buy it with a um with your id because like, obviously everyone has id cards there yeah, yeah and if you're like a foreign person then you have to take your passport like to do it so that the phone number is registered to a person's id card number and if you don't do that it won't work like i mean i've had friends that have like they were like using them from a while ago and then they kept on getting phone calls to say to them you've got to register your id card with this if you don't we'll cut you off and then they just cut them off so they didn't but, work but if everyone has id cards like well you know sh- surely that's not well why would I say supermarkets not if i well, i guess what i'm trying to say is if everyone's got id cards anyway surely it's not an issue to go get multiple sims 
Well, no, because no, because they they want each SIM card to be registered to a single person. So the thing is, if you just went to the supermarket and picked up a SIM card and put it in your phone and started using it, they don't know who that person is, like who's actually done that. When you go there, you actually have to like register with like paper and everything with like China Telecom or China oh, Unicom okay, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's not okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. To say this is, I mean, when I whenever I've gone over there, like more recently, I usually just borrow someone else's SIM because I I don't want to go there and start you know registering all my details and everything. And it's just it's just another layer of that kind of like be careful online because we know who you are. You know, it's yeah. it's the same, you know, the same kind of thing. And I imagine that the reason for this with this phone is because that they haven't got a way yet to use eSIMs. Like China Mobile probably don't support it yet, or China Unicom don't because you know for for some reason it's um it's odd. But mm, I mean, weird. this isn't the first time that there's been a phone that's with well, the phone or iPad that comes out which is different for the Chinese market because they they modified them anyway. Like the the what's called the they don't i don't know if they don't anymore but when i was there you if you bought like an ipad like in china or an iphone you couldn't use like facetime audio like it doesn't work it's you can only use oh, really? like facetime video it's like so yeah, that it's sounds just, so they're like a different version of ios over there yeah but, it's like slightly modified and it's weird because then even if you install like um the english like like you know version on it it still doesn't work like you still can't use facetime audio and stuff like that it's it's really odd when i mean when the first I and mean, this is really going back but when the first iphone came out it didn't even have um wi-fi like in china it was it was a 3g what? only model it was um yeah because one of the reasons for this is that um the mobile companies were not happy about the idea of people just using free Wi-Fi and not paying for like paying for the data plans and stuff. So they pressured the government to force like, Apple to release a phone which didn't have um, didn't have Wi-Fi. So you had to use a data plan. I, I, I mean, obviously now it's much more widespread, and the phones do have Wi-Fi in it. Like, yeah, yeah, they, they obviously back down. Yeah. It was only it was only the first model that was like you know it was like the actual I think it was was it three G I can't remember. the first one that came out over there was like yeah. that it was well, just yeah, oh yeah because obviously the first one was just two G and then then it was a three G wasn't it yeah but yeah so yeah. they they often do this like they have these slightly different versions which because they're complying to local laws as they will say and uh, but yeah but it's going to be different but it's still I don't know it's still good I mean it's still good that um yeah there is at least the option I guess for this stuff you know yeah, yeah. for having like dual sims but I I genuinely don't understand it because yeah just odd i mean yeah. i i don't really go i don't go away enough but if i if i was traveling loads uh it, i i it obviously definitely and you're going away for a decent amount of length of time it would definitely make sense to just get like a, a cheap sim card when you're over there so you're not having to bother yeah. but also you know like we're, we're like we're with european in within europe at least at least for now you know it's fine if you go <laughs> uh, you know abroad and overseas it might be super different <laughs> Until March next year, yeah. Oh yeah, until March next year, and then 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 obviously, yeah, yeah. Any sort of European data use over there will be will be crazy, but for now, we'll it's fine. fine. We, won't, we won't be able to afford electricity next year, Matt. It's gonna be it's gonna no, be fine. That's, that's incredibly true. <laughs> anyway, so after that, they said, "Oh, but there's one more phone." Like it was a surprise. Like we hadn't already seen the leaks. Like we hadn't already seen it leaked on Apple's own website earlier today. But they announced then the iPhone 10R written XR, of course. And basically, yeah. it's a cheaper iPhone that looks like a cross between the 10 and the 8. Yeah. Um, I think it looks quite cool, actually. I so, thought so, yeah. yeah. It's got loads of colours. It's got five colours, and it says it's got white, black, blue, coral, which is like an orangey colour, and yellow. There's also going to be a product red version. It's got an aluminium body with they say strength and glass it's ip67 compliance so i don't think that's like underwater for half an hour but probably just splash proof it's got 6.1 inch what they're calling a liquid retina display 
Um, it's basically the display is larger than the Plus, but in a smaller, smaller like actual handset size, which is good. Uh, it's the, the it's what they've called the most advanced LCD ever in a smartphone. Blah blah blah. It's got no home button, just like the Ten. It's got no 3D touch, but it has got a thing they're calling haptic touch, uh, mm. just like their MacBook Touch pads, which to me sounds like 3D touch. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about you, James, but uh, yeah. I, I, mean, I love to know the differences between 3D touch it says it hasn't got and haptic touch which it has got. This is basically the iPhone 10, isn't it? With just an LCD screen and without 3D touch. Yeah, because actually it, it's got like a, the 2018 Face ID, so the ones on the most recent uh, 10s and 10s Max has got the latest, latest version of Face ID. It's got. Uh, it hasn't got a dual camera on the back, but it has got the, the 2018 sensor with 12 megapixel, etc. It's got the advanced like depth um, uh, depth of field stuff we mentioned earlier about you changing the background uh, blurriness. So it's got yeah. So you're right. It's basically got everything except for LCD. Um, Does yeah. that? How much would that bother you though? Because I, I mean, you're the okay. So the the 10 that you're using now has got an OLED, yeah. Yeah. So do you feel like a huge difference, like from using that? Um, I mean, uh, no. I mean, um, all the iPhones I've had previously, they've all had Retina displays, and the displays have been amazing. OLED is is good. I guess I'd have to see like side by side to really like notice a difference. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it, it's nice. Obviously, it's, it's an absolutely incredible screen. Um, but it's hard to really say. Oh, but it's so much better than the LCD. I mean, I'm sure people who are, um, you know much more knowledgeable about it would maybe say differently. But it's it's fine. I mean. I mean, I guess I have to see side by side, but the LCD would probably be fine in all mm-hmm. honesty. And this is much cheaper, so um, yeah. What is the pricing on this? Like, how how does it compare with the like with what has just come before? So okay, so let, let let's go through prices. So the XR, the one we just mentioned, that starts at seven four nine, um, whereas the oh, the ten R for fuck the ten R starts uh. Uh, for 64 gig, uh, £749. The base version of the 10s is actually 999 So it's 150 quid cheaper mm-hmm. than, than, the, than the base 10s, and they're both 64 okay. gig. So but 150 quid less, basically. But how much was the 8 compared with the 10? Can you remember? No, I, I really want to check, but all the prices are like gone. I mean, I think, I think, I think the 8 was uh, what, what, what was much closer than, than the 10, but. Really? Unfortunately, I do not have. See, I bought because I've got the eight, and I got it on like the on the plan, but I can't remember like how much the actual the total was. Like, and I was just wondering whether this is cheaper or more expensive because to me it feels more expensive than than the eight was. And I, and I, I think I think it's cheaper. Like, I I mean I I don't remember them having like an iPhone a phone that started at less than eight hundred quid. Really? I don't know, but I also um I did see a picture because they also had like I think. I'm sure. I'm, oh, yeah, I, I'll have to find out. But anyway, seven four nine is what it starts at. And then if you want to get 128 gig for the tenor, it's now 50 quid on top of that. And the top model for the tenor is 256 gig for 899. Mm-hmm. Which I don't. I, I mean, but, okay, right. No, um, I've just looked at it. No, it's basically in America at least it starts at seven four nine hundred seven hundred forty nine dollars, and they said that's less than the eight plus. So yeah, but not less than the eight though, is it? And that's. What, what's, um, although maybe no. the eight is just—I mean, that that size is just getting phased out now, isn't it? It's just yeah, I guess they're so, just yeah. going with this one. I mean, they definitely mentioned you know less than the eight plus. So yeah, you're probably right. Maybe the eight, what, eight was cheaper, but mm-hmm. yeah. So, so that's the that's the ten R. 
the tennis which is like the the more the you know the one with the yellow panel that is 64 gig for 999 256 gig for 1149 so that's 150 quid more for uh four times the memory and if you want if you're an absolute animal you can get a 512 gig model for 1349 um, oh yeah, so I forgot to mention the 10R. That isn't actually out until October. You can pre-order from October 19th. Comes out a week later on October 26th. Mm-hmm. The 10S and the 10S Max. Uh, you can pre-order those from uh, from the 14th, September 14th, and they come out a week later. But yeah, uh, the 10S Max. That, that's when it really kicks up a gear. That starts 64 gig. So like the others, that starts at 1099. Uh, 256 is 1249, and the the biggest. The biggest baddest phone of the lot is a 512 gig iPhone 10s Max for <laughs> 1,449 pounds. Which which you want to get in gold no, with a tan case? No, I mean, <laughs> I, I, so now I've kind of got I got the 256 uh, gig 10, and that's probably overkill. I looked today and I'm using like 40 gig, so <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> and there's probably loads of stuff I can delete off that to be, to be honest with you. So I'm gonna if I do get one. And I say if, I mean, I think we all know the answer, but if I get one, I'm going to go for the 64 gig 10S mm-hmm. Max, maybe in gold, maybe not. I will say one thing, like, so I got the 25610, uh, and that was £1,275. Uh, but the I'm going to go down 64 gig, and that's 1099 So I'm saving money, if anything. That's, yeah. Definitely, Prof- yeah. it's profit probably. Yeah. I mean, the um, I mean, I've I've only got I mean, I've got the eight with sixty four gig, and it's been it's fine. I've still got about twenty three, like almost all the time. So it's yeah. It, I don't nowadays with all like the cloud storage and everything, and like everything you're streaming, everything and all that now. Anyway, I don't really see unless you've got like a you know a use case scenario where you need to have that. I don't really see why you would. Yeah, I mean, obviously I download podcasts, uh, but but they're not much. Um, and I've got like five gig of photos. I've got. A fair amount for my Dropbox I've like downloaded, and other than that, it's like Spotify. I have a few albums downloaded, but not much. So, yeah, I, I don't need two five six. I certainly don't need five hundred twelve gig. Um, but man, would it feel good? Would I not feel good to have five hundred twelve gig of storage just ready to go? I felt good when I got two five six, even though I knew it was overkill. So, Matt, yeah. what is your plan then? What what is it you're you're after? What are you going to get? I think I'm going to get the uh, sixty four gig. 10s max in a color <laughs> i haven't quite decided yet <laughs> maybe okay. gold, maybe not the See, thing is when i had the gold i did find it harder to sell and i tend to like sell them every year to pay for the next yeah, one i wonder so, why that was it's because no one wants to buy a gold phone that exactly so, so that, maybe i'll get black because it was or maybe I'll get silver i don't think i've had silver before i'm not sure anyway so yeah that, that's my plan you're obviously gonna get the watch i'm gonna see if i can get the phone uh, it was a good one this year, I think. Yeah. I mean, the other thing... See, you know the main reason I want the watch, and that's for the podcasts. Because yeah. you can download stuff onto it. It's just, oh, I want that so much. It's It looks great. But so, I mean... You can definitely download podcasts from yes. the main app and also stream them, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can do both. So, so you would uh, want to download podcasts from the from the phone to the watch and only... No, you don't do that. It just downloads directly to the watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. But either way, you want to download a podcast somehow from the podcast store straight to the watch. So yeah. you want to like, leave the house without your phone. That's basically the use case scenario there, right? Yeah, or just not have to carry my phone around everywhere with me. You know, it'd just be nice to think, okay, I've got my AirPods in my pocket. I can just take them out anytime and just listen to a podcast. I haven't got to like fiddle around with the phone. You know, I can just go anywhere with it and I've got 
already already got yeah. You know, the light I, I don't really like travel too far or anywhere without my without my phone. I guess like when I'm gardening, I do have to have my phone in my pocket because uh, the AirPods don't really have the range. So mm-hmm. I guess that 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 would be handy. But I don't know. I mean, just, it's just I know it's I I still miss the days of having like an iPod and stuff. You know, like just having like just one device sort of thing you got on there that does that just like audio stuff. And I've always just thought the watch would be nice way to do that. You know, to kind of recapture that a bit. But yeah, I mean, I do sort of miss my iPod, but now I have an iPhone, so it's sort yeah. of don't don't really need it. But that's basically our coverage from this year's Apple September event. I hope you enjoyed it. You see, you've missed out a couple of other things, though. I oh, mean, okay, there was yeah. well, well, okay. We well, there's new. There's iOS's you know updates coming out. You have got 17th yeah. for iOS devices and 24th for Mojave, like, and that comes out. Oh yeah, on and, Mac, yeah. And TVOS was also updated. You know, so that was okay, it. Okay, yeah. I don't think anyone cares about that. Uh, and and of course, yeah, the 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 charging mat is it air power and all that. That was nowhere to be seen again. Yeah, that's been heavily yeah. delayed. And we thought, okay, we'll definitely see it here. We haven't seen it here, so goodness, what's happening with that? They um they didn't announce new AirPods, which some people. The rumors have gone quite recently, I guess, but the people were thinking, okay, new AirPods, certainly with like a charging case, maybe other enhancements. That wasn't there. They announced some changes to HomePod, didn't they? Or some yeah, the, Home, the, HomePod I mean, OS or whatever it is. They talked about, yeah, the new stuff that was coming to that, how you could like make phone calls and all that kind of thing. You'd be able to use it to locate your devices around the house and how it worked in stereo now if you wanted to spend like 700 quid or whatever it was to buy to buy like two of them. But, um, yeah, that was about it. I mean, there was also... There was a bit on Max, wasn't there, that they said that there were... What was it they said they were going to do with, with Max? Um, I, I thought they only mentioned the fact that, you know, Mojave is coming out, and that's yeah. it. I'm there not was, sure what else. I don't know if there'll be another event later, but... I know. I overall though, I think this was a good one. I was, I was reasoning. I mean, it was there was always the sort of saggy bits in the middle, which sort of go on for ages about like tech specs and everything that are not terribly interesting. But what they had to show, I thought, was good. I mean, if I was in for a new phone, I'd be pretty happy with any of these. They're pretty good, and yeah, I want the I, watch. I, I actually think the XR, the 10R, the okay, the 10R. I think even that that looks ace. I, I love yeah. the style, sort of you know the mix between the 10 and and yeah, everything looks, looks great. But well, that's I mean that 10R is going to be like the phone for a lot of people, I think, isn't it? Because it's the yeah, cheaper yeah. one, and it's like yeah, it's going to be the replacement. It's um, but yeah, it's good though. It was it was it was a good event. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a solid one. Anyway, thanks so much everyone for listening. We'll see you on the next one. We will. Uh, and that's it. Uh, goodbye, James. Goodbye, Matt. And goodbye from me too. Goodbye, everyone. Bye bye.